0: friends welcome to pastors of pain i'm Woo-hoo! father Brian o'brien we welcome you to our weekly radio show and podcast uh it comes to you via the radio on pete 94.5, 94.5. 94.3 <laughs> i had in my head i don't know what a, i just uh, i just work just here pete me. 94.3 in Stillwater and am 780 in Stillwater. Uh, you can listen to it on the radio. I think most people, are, are, I think, are listening to us as a, as a podcast, but I know some of you listen on the radio because you tell us about it. And we're grateful. Um, so thanks for, thanks for being here. Uh, we are uh, pastors uh, here in Payne County, Oklahoma. My church is called St. Francis Xavier. Um, and I want to tell you something really interesting that happened to me the other day. Uh, it was uh, last week. Was the feast of St. Polycarp? Oh, yes. Do you recall? Do you recall yeah. this day? Uh huh. So, Polycarp was a, a first, a second century bishop. Uh, in what is now Turkey, he died in the year 155. Oh, he's they, old. One of the things that I like to do, uh, yeah, he was he was martyred at the age of 86. Was he really How they, about that? Did they? I would think, think of martyrs as like being young and vigorous and a threat. Man, homeboy was 86. Uh, uh, like what would? Why would an 86 year old be a threat to? He the, wouldn't uh, renounce. Uh, he wouldn't renounce the faith. So they stabbed him. What? I know. So this is a family friendly show. Um. But anyway, one of the things I like to do on this is not has nothing to do with our topic today. Uh-huh. But I like to when like there's a feast day like like Saint Polycarp, and then my parish is called Saint Francis Xavier. I like to imagine Saint Francis Xavier, who died in the 1550s, and Saint Polycarp, who died in 155. I like to imagine them sitting down and chatting, like in heaven, <laughs> like and talking about like so. What was it like in your era? Oh, what was it like in your era? But like, what do they have in common? The Lord Jesus and their wow. mutual love of him. Isn't that great? Wow. Like picture, just just do this like little mental exercise. Picture like your two favorite saints from like two different eras sitting and talking. Okay. Like I love St. Francis of Assisi and Mother Teresa. Okay. Now imagine them together. Saint John the Evangelist, after whom your parish is named, and Saint John and Damian of Molokai. Oh. Like imagine them talking. Isn't that so awesome in heaven? Yeah. Saint Ignatius of Antioch, 1st century martyr, and Josephine Bakita, slave turned free woman turned, turned saint. saint. Isn't that so interesting? The anyway, stuff you think about. I just think, and I think of it during mass. That's the weird part, <laughs> because heaven has come to earth. So why? I just it? oh, I just love it. Like so, just just do that. F- just two two saints, or just look up any saints, and then picture them like having a chat, like ju- like John Vianney and John Paul II. How great is that? Wow! Isn't that so fun uh-huh, to think that about? Is for, yes. Yeah. They're yeah. in having hanging out, yeah. having a conversation. Mother Teresa and Therese of Lisieux. Yeah. Anyway, I just. What think, about the four Theresas just hanging out? Oh, in totally. Teresa of Avila, Therese of Lisieux, Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, Edith Stein, and, and, Mother, Trezel, Teresa, and Mother Teresa, and Mother Teresa of Calcutta. The four of them sitting and talking, and then John Paul II would be like, "Hey, uh, excuse me, ladies, can I get in on this?" I'd really, and they would say, "No, I'm sorry, your name is not Teresa." You can, you can go over there with your other Johns and the Paul, Johns and the Pauls. Imagine like John Saint John the 23rd, like meeting John John's the 20- 1 21 through 22. <laughs> anyway, if it's they're in cool. heaven, it's very cool. Okay, so it's Lent, uh, friends. It is Lent. We have celebrated Ash Wednesday. The most wonderful Lent, time Lent has of begun the year. And, are really, we just want to encourage you in your Lentenness to stick to it. Stick to it, people. Um, don't have this like firm resolve with your prayer and fasting and almsgiving. and then like the Thursday after Ash Wednesday, you're like, oh, it's just too hard. But I would also say, and I think we say this every year. Um, one, I think when you when you're giving things up, uh, you should not forget charity. And so, if you, I mean, the uh, coffee is the best example, right? If you, <laughs> if you say I'm going to give up coffee, but you giving up coffee turns you into a horrible person, uh, uh, wherein uh, uh. your spouse or children or coworkers or parish priests are going to hate you. Drink some dumb coffee, okay? Like, don't give up coffee.
1: Where well, your penance becomes our yeah, penance. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Your penance should not become everyone else's. My, my buddy Chuck said one time, he goes, Hey, I think I'll have to live in, he, he's
1: a retired Army Ranger, and he says, uh, I think I'm going to have to live in the basement of my body armor
0: said why He's like, my wife gave up chocolate again for Lent. Uh, oh. please asked her I
1: begged her I begged
0: her not to yeah like all you mom like moms and dads out there with your kids like but' you're, you're giving up driving <laughs> okay kids walk to school well <laughs> no your penance should not become the penance of of other people okay so in Lent there are kind of these three Three things in Lent that, that the church asks us to well, the scripture to, Jesus to, to take asks on us. yeah 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 but Jesus Jesus through the church oh right um and they are prayer, they are fasting and they are almsgiving. It's the gospel from Ash Wednesday. Pray, oh. fast, and give alms. It's a long time ago. I know. If you, two if days fr- ago, <laughs> um, so you, you want to in Lent you want to have a more intense prayer life. Yes. Um, so some perhaps some suggestions. Uh, Daily mass, uh, the daily rosary, uh, spending time with the blessed sacrament, coming to adoration, Um, reading reading the scriptures, intercessory prayer, right? Praying for the the souls in purgatory, praying for specific people, praying for peace in the Ukraine, uh, you know, whatever it may be, right? It's a more intense prayer. Fasting. Um, Fasting is, is usually related to food. So pulling back on some on 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 food, whether you're giving up meat, whether you're giving up coffee, <clears throat> um, giving up something that you would normally eat. So a lot of people give up. You know, I drink. If you drink, you know, you drink soda every day. You drink pop. Giving that up, um, but it's also not just fasting from food. You can also fast from uh, swearing, from pornography, from uh, television, yep. from you know whatever it may be. Um, fasting from gossip. Um, now I think we say this every year too. That doesn't mean then on on Easter Sunday when Lent is over, you can go back to being <laughs> a swearing, <laughs> gossiping fool. Like,
1: well, I do this for Lent. It's like no, gate it out, root it out.
0: My mom told me out. the other day she had it. She somebody told her they had it. It was like I think it was on a coffee mug, and it said, um, "It's not gossip if it's a prayer request." <laughs>
1: Used that a couple of weeks ago, in a homily. <laughs>
0: really? That exists? Yeah. It just came out of my mouth. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Um, anyway, so then we come to alms giving. And I think that's what we would that's what we would like the subject of our show. Alms giving. Yeah. So let's talk about almsgiving. What are, Father Carrie, what are what are alms? How do you spell alms? It's like
1: palms. Yeah. But without the P. With no P. It's like Holy Thursday. It's like palms, but without the P. Alms. A-l- it's like when I was a
0: kid in the, at our local uh, our local, uh, swimming establishment mm-hmm. in our in the neighborhood, there was a big sign and it said, Welcome to our ool. <laughs> you see, there's no P in it? Notice there's no P in the pool. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> that's so disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So, what, alms. What, what was that it, it
1: line It's like? What's the difference? Uh, there's a difference between peeing and in the pool and peeing into the pool.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's true. Yeah, they probably tell you to stop laughing during the season of Lent, but I mean, I'm giving up laughing. Yeah, be, from you. here starting now. Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, starting now. Okay. So, uh, what what is all? Yeah. What does I, that mean? You know, I love. Um, you know, people who don't know the you know the difference between entomology and etymology really bug me. Oh, oh yeah, gosh, that goes so out to Jordan. Dumb. Jordan Ross. I mean, she she loves that when I make That's make so dumb, dumb, dumb puns. Anyway, the uh, alms. I mean, is is like our thought. Our first thought is to help the poor, right? Remember, we have that gospel line where that woman gives to the tithing in the temple, and Jesus says she has given more because she didn't give it from her surplus; she gave it from her poverty. Oh my! So very challenging. Uh, so, so alms is that that. That charity, Uh, you know, you saw like uh, in the um, the coming down from Jerusalem, the priests and the religious people coming down, and they pass uh, the guy that's been beat up, and then there's a good Samaritan that is there in Luke, Um, yeah, yeah, in Luke's gospel. I don't know where these are, I just know the stories. And he finds the guy, and he takes care of him, he heals him, he gives money to take care of him. He says, "If it costs more than this on my way back, I'll cover that too." So, alms is traditionally this: how can I help the poor? How can I help those less fortunate? But, I, you know, I love I love words. I, you know, I was talking to a words friend are hard. Words are hard. I was talking to a friend the other day and my toughest part about my freshman year in high school was uh, Coach Paul Bonham, who used to give us this class uh, in his English class. It was all Greek root words and I failed every one of them. And then I went to seminary and ace three semesters of Greek. But I, I love I love the like You're the so word smart. alms when we were talking about it the other day. And I, you were starting to read it, like, alms, alms, alms. Oh, yeah, and then where that was comes like, from? That sounds like eleison. Yeah. And so we looked it up, yeah, and Greek. it's like, like Kyrie eleison. We say it in Mass. We say, Lord, have Kyrie mercy. Kyrie eleison. Yeah, that right there. So eleison means have mercy. It's the words of blind Bartimaeus. You know, um, he, he says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy. Misericordia. Did he chant he, it? That would be awesome. He says, Jesus, Eleison.
0: eleison. And then so, Jesus
1: so, comes back. No, so, there's... Alms is not just like giving money out, it's, it's looking and being. Like seeing that, like having pity for the other person, having mercy upon
0: them. But that's like a negative, like a negative word. Like people don't, people shy away. Like don't have, don't have pity. I don't, I don't need your pity. Well, what is pity? Like in, in the scriptures,
1: they say, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. They say, because only God can have pity and mercy on someone. So the understanding of Christianity is that like we are participating in the mercy of God that's by, a way to put by giving all, and I would say,
0: like, like the modern way of saying it would be like compassion, like pity. Pity in our in the modern culture sort of has a negative kind of, t- you know, it'd be like yeah. Jesus, Son of David, have you know, have have compassion on me. Have I mean, help me, right? Help me. Pity we associate with like, oh, you, oh, oh, yeah, I pity the fool. Well, like that, Mr. T. Too. <laughs> that too. That <laughs> too. 18, heck yeah. Well, um, misery cordia, mi- mercy is... Uh, mis- this is re- not like patting someone on the head, like, oh, no, oh, okay, you're going to be okay.
1: It's sorrow for the heart. Yeah. It's like misery cordia. Cordia is heart, misery is mercy. So it's mercy from the depths of the heart. So ah, I look yeah. at this other person, and I and I want to be compassionate. You say to com- the mass, yeah, NJR rain no
0: base. Have mercy on us. Yes. Yeah.
1: So we at the, at this is uh and and the Hebrew one uh zedaka. I think is the right way to say it. I, I I was looking at the Hebrew and I realized I was, you know, I haven't read Hebrew in a long time since seminary.
0: Maybe for Lent you should read Hebrew.
1: I am reading Spanish a lot during this season. Oh, really? Yeah, reading the gospels every Why? day in Spanish. But zedaka, zed Zedaka is the root word for charity, caritas, or love. So it's it's being merciful to another person, but it also has this love into it. You know, like, like we heard a gospel a couple weeks ago. Jesus says, uh, it was from Luke's gospel on Sunday. He says, what good is it to, like, um, what good is it to love your enemies, uh, like, Uh, To only love those who people who love you back. Yeah, even sinners do the same. He says, what good is it to loan somebody money knowing they'll give it back to you? Even, even, you know, even pagans do that. But he says like, you know, on several occasions, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. So at the heart of this, even in the Hebrew world, what is I'm, I'm. Charity, caritas, love. Yep, I am loving with the same heart as God loves them. Ooh, that's a great. Because word. that's what that's what charity is. Caritas is agape love in, in Greek. It's zed, zedaka in Hebrew to love another person. So the, 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 those are some of the just like the root words, and then there's some theology to go into. But what? what, do, what well, do you just think I was about?
0: thinking, like even just in in your prayer to, to, to pray, I think especially if you don't like somebody, I mean that same gospel, you know, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. I think a beautiful way to pray is for especially for someone you don't like, or for for an enemy, or you know your spouse is driving you crazy, or one of your kids is off the rails. You know to say, Lord, you know, Lord, help me, to, help me to love. This person as you love them, help me to see this person as you see them. Yeah. So it's like, take Lord, take out, take out my heart and give me your heart, because obviously mm. you love that person, even though I find them super annoying or I hate them or the, you know they've done yeah. something to me, and I'm having a hard time you know forgiving them. Lord, give me a heart like yours, which is merciful. I think that can be a, that can be a beautiful prayer. So alms, yeah, is is I think we associate it often with. Oh yeah, no, I totally I give alms. I wrote a check to yeah. help Catholic charities. Now, that is good. I mean, make no mistake. Um but there's another part. I mean, there's another part to it. It's not just it's not just giving, but it's giving from the heart. Right. I think that's where we that's where we want to be when it comes to our alms during the season of Lent and around all around the year. Yes. Uh, Kerry has his hand I, I
1: I, I have my hand raised. Because there is this, I think there's this Psalm Psalm 17, which I think for people would be super beneficial during this great season of Lent. Yeah, because psalm 17. Psalm 17. Tell us more. It is a Psalm. I mean, it's a Psalm, so it's prayer. It's also as you as you read it and pray with it, you realize that Psalm 17 is about fasting. Is like the abstinence of uh, to to not be as you know. I talked about Evagoras of, of Pontia, not to be not to be gluttonous. You know, uh, on the list of the hierarchy of the seven deadly sins, it's Evagoras puts gluttony at the top. He's like, if you can't, if, if you're trying to deal with envy, deal with gluttony first. Uh, and, that, and then the rest will fall into place. But as you get down to the end of Psalm 17, there's this beautiful line that says, like, what is the benefit of prayer and... And gluttony and getting rid of gluttony and fasting is that you actually, and, and also then giving away alms is that you get to see the face of God. So g- giving alms away, sharing, uh, being charitable, uh, is a, being merciful to another person actually begins with fasting and prayer. So if we're not doing fasting and prayer, then then this eleison or zedaka. Um, or alms, is never going to show up. And so these two um, like, nis, uh, are
0: alms as yeah, necessary. Yep. Yep. And, prayer, and fasting, and almsgiving are not, necess- they're not mutually exclusive. I'm more of a prayer guy, not so yeah. much fasting and almsgiving.
1: But what I like about that, that Psalm, Psalm 17, is that when you get to the end, it's the goal that everybody wants. They want to see the face of God. So if, if a person says, like, Father, I can't find God in my life like okay let's talk about let's go to Psalm 17 uh, you know father I, I'm having difficulty I, I you know I'm in this whole mess of stuff and I and I want to see the face of God but it's also the desire like Moses says let me see your face you know blind Bartimaeus what does he want to do he wants to see the face he asks, like he, he said like you know what 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 do you want me to do for you and he says I want to I want see to see it's the desire of all of humanity to see the face of, of God wow. and, and so um, fasting, prayer, and lastly, alms, the release of the things that we're greedy of, which is usually the one thing that we try to secure other than making our bed. The one thing that we can control each day is making our bed, but also like our money. I
0: don't make my bed. Oh. oh! You make oh. your bed every
1: day? I do every
0: day. You're such a military dude. No,
1: it's. A, I was told one time it was the one thing you're going to have control over all day. It, just remember that. The rest I, don't of,
0: make, I don't make my bed. Oh, you should. No. I always use it. Right. When you take your shoes off, do you tie them? Uh, no, I do untie them. No, when you take your shoes off, then do you tie them again? No, I don't because- That's more. like making your bed. Uh. <laughs> I'm sure there's parents listening to this right now, like helping their children or not hmm? listening. I think it also helps. I mean, I have like my own, you know, my own room. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um. I, so I think for those people, you know, like this person you're describing- fictional person, but we know they're out there, you know, like I just don't have God in my life and I don't, you know, I'm kind of feeling, uh, you know, I'm not connected. And I mean, one of these surefire ways to like get out of your own head and get out of your own self is to be generous to other people. Yes. Go out and go out and help somebody. And what you quickly see is, oh my gosh, wow, God has given me so much. You, you, it works. Yeah, it works. I, I had this charity.
1: M- yeah, I had this moment. It was a um, a couple past Sundays, where uh, someone knocks on the confessional door. You know, at Old Saint Francis, there's three confessionals. Yeah, and there's one that we have that we use. They're little wooden boxes, uh, and uh, and it was my campus minister Clay said, "Hey, Father, there's this guy out here who wants to talk to you." I said, "Okay, okay." So I, the there was, there was confessions going on, and I went out to, went outside, and he wanted to talk outside. And he asked for financial help to yeah. get some medicine, and I didn't have anything to give to him. Like, I, I didn't have any money. And I still feel really bad about that. Yeah. So during the season of Lent, I'm going to try to keep money around. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, that we were talking about John Vianney in the last episode about obedience. He says, he says... Uh, your, your bishop may be wrong, or your spiritual leader may be wrong, but you will not be wrong in, in obedience. Yeah, in obedience. And, and I think, like, uh, I, this person may be wrong, but I, I will not be wrong in being charitable
0: to them. Yeah, I mean... The, and showing yeah, them the mercy. They, yeah, they, they needed money for medicine. Okay, well, yeah, we're... Yeah, you can make all kinds of judgments of why they're in the predicament they're in and why Correct. didn't you, you know. But just, yeah, just help people. My, a good, friend, my good friend, Tim Green, he lives up in uh, Michigan. Oh, yeah. And when his, his father died a couple years ago, I went to the funeral in Houston. Um, and it was kind of the night before, you know, people kind of giving some eulogies. And one of the things they, they said that, that his name was Pat, Pat Green. Pat Green always carried three things in his pocket. Let me guess. He always carried a Rose- knife. Oh, I was going to say a rosary. Uh, he did have a rosary, but they weren't talking about that. So he he that he always had a knife to be able to like help people open things, and um, he don't. always had a handkerchief because you, you know somebody always is going to need. They're crying, they sneeze, you know, and then he always carried cash. Whoa, and was always very ready to help anyone in need. So I think in our day and age, you know, a lot of people don't carry cash at all, ever. You know, and so the, the opportunity to help is kind of less. So, but I, you know, so somebody's sitting on the side of the road, or that guy, you know, comes up and says, "Hey, I need, I need cash," and you can say, "Okay, well, I don't, I don't have any cash, but um, you know, why don't you let's, you know, come with me, or let me go get you, let me at least go get you some food, right? Giving alms, being charitable." Um. Let's talk about for just a minute. Are uh, do you have uh, do you have like favorite charities, personally? Uh, what do you like? I mean, I know you give. I know you like give money to college students a lot to like <laughs> take people out, or you know, you yeah. say go. Uh, I you fe- two, you two need to go resolve your issues. Here's you know, here's twenty bucks. Go get lunch.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of my money goes to uh, feed college students because. I find that they uh, don't get well-rounded meals, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. So, so to to build that, so I, I in that way I'm charitable. Uh, also, Catholic charities. Every year I make a donation. Yeah, to so local, charities. our local, yeah. Good, this, this, good this stuff. This year my donation uh, went to uh, my church. <laughs> to, yeah, to your own for, parish. Yeah, sure. I, For the building project. So there's uh, those I do, and then I try to I try to help the poor. I try, you know, I. If I see somebody on the streets, I'm gonna, you know, I like Lord. Do you want me to help that person? And sometimes it's no. I want you to pray for them. I don't. Uh, and so I'll, I'll help those those people out there, uh, just the poor. You got yeah. throw out some yeah. suggestions.
0: Um, so yeah, my own my own parish uh, certainly uh, Catholic Charities of Eastern Oklahoma, um, which then also which helps uh, here in Stillwater, uh, the Diocese of Tulsa. Right, so those are all sort of in our in our normal wheelhouse um I love uh the center of family love in, oh, Okarchie. in Okarchie. um yeah. Center of family love is a um organization it's ca- Catholic it's not sort of an official you know ministry of the of the church um but it it is a home for developmentally disabled adults um, in Okarchi. I'm on their board and oh i love I love what they do um so i you know i try to i help them out uh focus the fellowship oh, yeah, of Catholic sure. university I, students. Right. I forgot about that. Um, have some, you know, a few people on the focus missionary side, but anyway, those are, yeah, those are some kind of local and then just stuff comes up and I try, you know, you just try to be responsive to particular needs as they arise. Um, so there's always things that are planned. I mean, I, 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 I try to, to live out the biblical tithe of 10% uh-huh. of my 10% or more. Um, and so the way I break that down is like 5% to my parish, 4% to charities, and then like 1% to the diocese to help with the operations. Um, and that works for me. Um, so that other, that 4%, that's kind of what gets sort of moved around depending on, the, on, on what's going on in the world. But anyway, just try to be, yeah, try to be generous. So everybody kind of has, I think, they're you know, their one or two Kind of major charities, but I think there's. I think it's also important during Lent and around the, all around the year to leave room for those spontaneous opportunities mm-hmm. to help. Um, when I like when I drive to Tulsa, a lot of times I stop at the Quick Trip in Sand Springs. Oh, yeah. Um If I'm on my way to an appointment or a you know doctor's appointment or a meeting or something, you know, you kind of stop there, get a beverage, and keep you know and keep going. Almost always, there's a there's like a guy sitting there, at the table outside, and you know, so you just but you grab him and say, you you are you hungry? you want some food? Let's go. You know, and then you kind of you know you shop a little bit, and and you know, I get back in the car and keep going. Yeah, there are some beautiful opportunities if we just. Stop it. Eyes look open. At that. Take your yeah, put your phone away.
1: I was I was looking for
0: As the, Father Carey picks up his phone.
1: I was oh, I was looking up the uh, the the CFR's, the Friars of the Renewal uh, movie that they did. And it was it was like I think maybe God in the Streets of New York. God in the Streets was about wasn't that about adoration? There was one about three brothers who lived homeless. Oh, really? Yeah. And they were they were brothers who were in like, I think, abusive families. and these brothers, uh, they, oh my gosh, I can't remember the name of it. And they were um, they were two brothers. People are probably yelling it out right now as they're listening to this. <laughs> like no, the human experience. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The human experience. Is that on YouTube? I don't know. It was grassroots films. Yes. The Human Experience, uh, two thousand eight, and it was it was about these you know these two brothers who were rediscovering life, and they had they had been living with the CFRs because they had each you know they had, so CFRs are like a group of priests and brothers yeah the Friars Renewal yeah and they're coming here to give our Lenten mission at oh, uh, New Saint Francis Well, hell uh, but the but the experience was is they were living on the streets in these situations in the coldest days of New York City. And he he had this line. He says, "People will pick up a dog that is loose on the streets these days, but won't even look at me. They won't. Wow. Yeah, they won't even look at me. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's an artist that did a, uh, and it's I can't remember where which town it is, but he did a bronze bench, and Jesus lying there. Oh on yeah." Yeah. There's also a beggar and it's got the wounds in his hands. It's the Lord Jesus. And he's sitting on the streets and uh, the artist will go by and like take the change out of it because people think it's a really a human being. Oh, wow. But one of the things I think we can do, especially if you say like, I don't have money, of how you can help the poor is to just ask them their name.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what Pope Francis has been hitting so hard over his time as our... Holy Father, like the idea of accompaniment, you know, of kind of walking, walking yeah. with people in faith. But that also goes with, I mean, yeah, is giving money to someone who's homeless is that is that good? Yes. Um, but what about spending time mm-hmm. with them if they want? If they they may not want you to spend time with them. But the idea of yeah, what what's your name? Um, you're always good at that. I mean, you do that with a lot of people. You know, God, like I those, can't who, remember names. Those, who are you? Um, and so doing that with rather than just sort of giving somebody money respecting more you know more than just th- that that particular need there's a there's a need that's deeper than the material yeah. and the Ask, physical. Exactly. Ask them their um, name and say, "How can I help yeah, you?" Yeah. What's going on? All right, so that's alms, man. That's alms. Prayer, fasting, alms-giving. Psalm 17, take a look at it, y'all. Um, it's important It's important to get out of ourselves and get closer in touch with the Lord Jesus, who we can find in the poor Mm -hmm. and less fortunate. Okay. Have a great day. Keep up your uh, Lenten promises. Don't give up. And we will see you next week. The most wonderful time of the year. Peace.